0: Yeah, let's go. We just gotta go hard. Uh, I, go I go the hardest. I bring
1: the pain. All right, and welcome back to American Contractor. We're here with Pete Carlson, one of the the main guys here at All Star Services, and I can't say the CEO anymore.
0: Nope can't say it well you can say that but you'd be wrong i'd be wrong <laughs> that's right <laughs> yep, that's no right.
1: we met adam and he's a really cool guy but no you're one of the 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 founding members here yep and um it's really cool to get to sit down with you and really kind of dissect what you've built here and and look at this business this is incredible the space is cool by the way
0: yeah no they i didn't have i didn't have a hand in this um because i'm not a golfer but uh Boys go golfing and then I go to work.
1: For those of you that are just listening and can't see what's behind me, there's actually a simulator back here, a full golf simulator, and it's huge. There's ping pong tables, arcade games. Like we're like in this is your conference room, right? Conference room, correct? Yeah, this is where you guys get the. Real actually, it's called stuff. a crisis center. Crisis center. Yeah,
0: crisis it's where, center. where men go in crisis. <laughs> is that, yeah, I love this exactly.
1: room. In fact, I told my, my team, I was like, we got to build this exact room for uh, our next office. Yep. Like this is what we want. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is the
0: room that gets booked first for sure.
1: I'm sure it does. Yep. So, but you guys have probably had a lot of really cool conversations sitting around this table and, um, have built just an incredible organization. And I, I commend you on that tremendously for what, um, what you guys have done and, really cool that hearing the story of how you guys started I'll let you kind of tell the story here in a minute but you know to have a a team like you do and a group of people that are are working together towards the same objectives same goals and for as long as you guys have and as successful as you guys have been congratulations to you and and thank you for for letting me sit down and and talk a little bit about this
0: yeah for sure thanks for helping us get the story out the story is amazing
1: I'll let you kind of tell the story because I'm I'm intrigued by this story and if you guys listen you want to you would definitely want to tune into this like this is a great story but yeah i'll let you kind of share the the beginnings of this and where where we are today and how we got here uh
0: so yeah thanks for that um so yeah it's a it's a boring story and it's uh it's singular uh as it relates to companies so i started here a long time ago in 1986 i was going to college down at the u and um uh, needed a job and uh, my brother actually knew the guy that uh um needed help and i was grew up on a farm so he said well you want to hire my little brother because he's a good farm kid and he works hard so i started working at all-star in 1986 so wearing a pouch roofing uh did framing we did everything back then but predominantly we did roofing here in the metro and uh did that uh stayed on the stayed on the roof um all through college got out of college stayed on the roof for a couple more years i had a bunch of my frat frat buddies uh recruited for roofers and they didn't last long
1: Grady was talking about some of the roofers you had the team with yeah. uh, the Abercrombie model yeah yeah we had uh, we had
0: our buddy that was a that was a wrestling <laughs> national wrestling champion and an Abercrombie and Fitch model and yeah we we looked good actually we worked hard too so <laughs> yeah we recruited everybody from uh, our hometown in western Minnesota to work because they were all farm kids and so everybody's had their stint at all-star right That's at awesome. one time or another yeah And so I worked there, went into the office in 91, I think, is when I started uh, selling, right? Just because I was on the roof part-time, and then I was selling part-time, and then went into the office full-fledged in 92, and and just started uh, residential roofing leads, right? Back then it was a Yellow Page ad in uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul. You know, you and I had talked earlier, uh, we got almost 5,000 leads a year.
1: Well, the name All-Star, too, though. Yeah. That was a cool story. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. where it actually came from.
0: Yeah, yeah. It came from a pair of Chuck Taylors, a uh, pair of Converse tennis shoes that say All-Star on the badge on the side of your ankle. Yeah. Yep. Those were our old roofing shoes back then. That's crazy. There wasn't all these fancy boots and clothes, <laughs> right? I mean, you wore, all, you wore All-Star Chuck Taylors if you were a roofer, Right. right? So that's how we named the company. Yeah. Every
1: month, you guys said you made a run the Montgomery Wards. We made a Ward.
0: Monkey Wards, yep, Montgomery <laughs> Wards, and we bought 10 to 15 <laughs> pair. Everybody wore the same size. It was size 10D. <laughs> we bought every pair of 10Ds they was had. had like the prerequisite? Yep, and then Grady would go into the office. He'd say, hey, I said, they're in the back, dude. They're in the corner. And then Grady would put a new pair on. They were 19 <laughs> bucks. That's crazy. I know. It's funny. But that's true. That's how the story started. So, and, you know, we just, uh, we were a residential roofing company, really. Right. Uh, We were probably one of the best out there. We, you know, we did all the sheet metal work. We flashed all the chimneys. We, you know, uh, talked about ventilation. We did, you know, we could fix the fascia. I mean, we were construction people. Right. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, we did that. Um, And then the continuation of the story, I bought into the company in 2002. And then I bought the company outright um, in 2008, turned around and made four guys that worked with me Grady, Adam, Sean, and Joey, made them all partners as well. That's awesome. That was in uh, it was uh, actually July 1, first day of the third quarter in t- 2008.
1: How was that conversation? Were they excited? Were they scared? How, how did that Yeah, Yeah, no,
0: I mean, those guys, I mean, well, we're all together today, right? It's our 28th or 29th year together at All-Star. Yeah. So every one of those guys wore a pouch in the field at All-Star. Every one of them knew their stuff. And let's be honest, every one of them could own their own business today. Yeah. Right? So we kind of formed a partnership to say, hey, look, together we can do better things than we all can individually. And we can cover for each other, right? Family's really important to us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Grady's out doing something with his family, you know, you run your own business and you're by yourself, it all ends up with you. So right. it was one of the, you know, one of the uh, leading uh, reasons why, you know, we thought together we could do more. We could accomplish more. We're a super competitive group. So, you know, it's first or nothing. So, so we just forged ahead from there. I love it. Yeah. No, and,
1: it, and it's so cool to see that, that, that group's still together today
0: yeah no the everybody we don't see each other as much because um, everybody's running different facets of the organization now but uh and in different cities but you know everybody's around we try to get together we don't get together as much as we should or could but yeah we've been through a lot together um it's a lot of experience in those five people for sure oh
1: absolutely and you guys you know grew this company did locally based a lot of uh you guys have a cool sheet metal place going on you guys have a lot of copper going on i see copper gutters all over the place a lot of shake specialty roofs um th- was that always part of the the plan or did that just kind of move into that
0: yeah so 1998 uh we had two two hailstorms. uh it was the first billion dollar hail storm in the united wow. states one happened on may 15th the other one happened on labor day or excuse me memorial day monday Two weeks later. Wow. So basically 80% of the Metro got hailed out in two weeks. Um, Every roof got redone. Every roof got bought. Um, Every storm chaser that started anywhere remembers 1998 in Minneapolis. Everyone. Yeah. Um, So what we saw when we were out running around was, you know, jobs were easy to sell, but all our inventory was getting washed away. There was a roofer on every roof in every city, in every town. Yep. From all over the country. So, you know, we devised a plan um, that said, hey, you know, we need to pivot and we need to do something different or we're going to be out of work in two years because every roof is going to get redone. So we pivoted and we went and followed the money and just went into high end um, detailed roofing. So Mm -hmm. we started that actually in 98. Um, So we had the foresight even before we owned the company that we needed to pivot. We made a decision. We acted like owners because we were and we pivoted the company quickly. And we just went out and got accounts and started doing that work. Um, We knew how to do the work, so we just had to teach it to the people below us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Grady was actually still in the field at the time, so having him out there in the field uh, doing the kind of work that we were selling helped us, right? Adam was the same way. Adam was uh, in the field every single day installing the high-end stuff, slate, tile, you know, the, the fanciest stuff you can get. And today, you know, that's a big part of our business.
1: Yeah, it's probably a huge part of it. Yeah, it is, yeah. And um, it's, it's really cool to see that, but that's, you know, in today's economic world and the way that insurance works and how roofs get replaced, it's, it's really one of the, the easiest ways to, uh, to set yourself apart mm-hmm. and to grow a business, mm-hmm. which we say easiest is probably not, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good way to do it. So. Well, it's
0: just a different way to go to market, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's not that we don't do 20-square uh, tear-offs we do them every day. Yeah. Right. But we also do, you know, really intricate, whacked out crazy stuff too. So, um, which it's a relationship business, which any service business is, I don't care what anybody tells you. You can have the greatest marketing plan. You can have the greatest, uh, in, you can, you can be located on an A rated corner, right. With the best sign in the, in the area. And right. it still comes down to doing quality work and having good relationships with people. So
1: I love that. And you guys have done a great job of that. But there's a, there came a moment though where things pivoted because you know looking at where All Star is today versus where All Star was in like the early 2000s when you guys really took over, mm-hmm. um, it's a whole different organization now. Yep. It's a whole different beast. That's right. And so I, I kind of wanted to walk down that journey with you a little bit. Like sure. what what led you guys into doing what you do today, and what was some of the decision making that kind of led up to that? Because um, you guys got into private equity really really early on mm-hmm. and now you guys have gone through a few different turns gotten to where you guys are what close to what's the, what's the number like 300 million last year ish that's that's a massive organization but mm-hmm. it, there had to been some very strategic intentional moves in order to do that and mm-hmm. what was why did you do that
0: well you know like i said we're a competitive group so once we conquered the high-end work and then we conquered the multifamily stuff, and then we were always residential, and we did a bunch of commercial. We just felt like there was more out there. We just felt like we could take this to the next level. Uh, we also had five owners yeah. that had a lot of horsepower, and so you know we did what we did what. I guess we just thought it was natural. We just said, hey, what's the next progression for this company, um, and, and we were doing great. And, and there was no issues with the company. We were growing year over year, every year. We were taking market share from competition. We were expanding our footprint geographically, like we were doing everything that we felt like we needed to do. Um, but we also consulted with a lot of people. Um, a lot of our clientele uh, have bought and sold companies over the years and big organizations, and you know uh, a lot of us a lot of them told us, "Hey, you guys should look into this. You guys have a special organization. you have a special team. You guys have been together a long time. Your clients told you Yeah that. clients, yeah. that's awesome. You know I said, "Hey, you guys should look at this. like you guys have the horsepower to put this into something special." And it was more than a you know a coffee at Starbucks that got us there. Right. Um, but I'm, you know, for the sake of the story, that's really, you know, as we started looking into it, uh, that's really how it started. And then we met with, uh I met, we met with some brokers and we kind of discussed the organization. And then I got a follow-up of references of other companies that had bought and sold to private, you know, had been sold to private equity and how they've grown and, you know, the tools and the financial uh, capital needed and really the the strategy and the discipline that's there too. So... Yeah, we started, uh, we started the journey in 14 um, and interviewed a bunch of companies and actually ended up with a private equity firm out of Minneapolis, or excuse me, out of West Metro, YZ, a really good guy, still good friends with the guy today, uh, actually got a better offer from a group in Florida, a much better offer, but I just didn't feel like I could jive with people from Florida at the time <laughs> since I'd never been in it. Okay. Um, So we walked. We didn't walk away, but we ended up choosing the Minneapolis-based firm just because I knew a bunch of people. Uh, This guy was responsible for putting uh, Keurig Coffee on the map. Okay. He was uh, he was the original investor in Keurig Coffee, so he brought that up, um, and he had a bunch of businesses that they bought and blown up. Um, And so anyway, we started that path. We started on a strategic plan of really growing the business discipline. Um, we already had a really uh, uh, strong financial background, so we had strong financials produced every month, like everything was there already. Uh, but this really brought us into the next level, and, and <clears throat> we grew the company. We had a seven year plan, uh, and we grew it in three. So, what year was that? It was two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. You closed your March first 15. deal two
1: thousand fifteen. Yep. Which is you know that's nine years ago. And so I'm just thinking in terms of nine years ago, our industry was, we weren't on the map of private equity like we are today, right? Nine Mm -hmm. years ago, no one was doing that. No Mm -hmm. one was considering it. Everyone was, and to this day, most everyone still is in in the mindset of organic growth, organic growth, organic growth. Why in the world would you say, hey, you know what? We need to investigate bringing in outside capital to help us grow this business.
0: Well, like I said, I mean, we had, I, I've i got a bunch of mentors that are extremely well to do and they've, um, at varying levels of successes with their businesses that they bought and sold. And they said, you guys should look at that. Like, you know, it, it, and, and, and what were the it, advantages though? The advantages are a couple. Number one, you could take, you could take, uh, equity off the table so we could finally pay ourselves. Right. Okay. Um, For something that we built that was special, we could reinvest alongside our financial partner and we could use their money to help grow the business exponentially. And really, on the first turn, it was more about just learning how all of that works and truly understanding how to build a strategic plan that you follow through. So uh, we brought in consultants from all over the country uh, to help us think through that the right way and, you know, people I just didn't have access to previously. Uh, And we stayed really disciplined. And we grew, you know, we we measured what mattered, and we didn't do what didn't matter. And, um, you know, to to try to sum up all of the advantages, is kind of hard, but just think of it as, you know, from a disciplinary approach, it was was fabulous. Um, No wasted movement. Everybody has their list of stuff that they accomplish every day, and you reconvene, and you measure your growth, both top line and bottom line, and you get after it.
1: So I, I hear two things for me. I hear disciplinary accountability mm-hmm. that comes comes with the burden of bringing on all this capital mm-hmm. right because now you're you you're being held accountable by the people that are investing in your business, Correct. so they're they're forcing you to mm-hmm. make your business as efficient and run it way better than you would have ever ran it on your own mm-hmm. number one right Correct. and then reinvest reinvestment. Yeah. What's the reinvestments? Where, where? Why? Why did you need that money to reinvest into the business, and what did you reinvest into to make the business
0: better? Well, I mean, as far as um, as far as our reinvestment, mm-hmm. well, we reinvest because we want to we want to grow the company and sell it again. Okay, right. So, I mean, really, you want stock? So, I more mean, people. Yeah, just better bring it people. exactly, and bet on ourselves, right? So, we were all too young to walk away. So, right, once you once you sell the company and the big wire comes in and you get more money than you thought you ever have, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're not going to go fishing, right? <laughs> no. So, I mean, we decided, hey, look, we're going to reinvest. I mean, that was part of the strategy anyway. We're going to reinvest significantly back into this platform. We're going to grow it together. Oh, by the way, when we sell it, we're not going to be the only beneficiaries again. Our private equity partner is going to do well as, w- as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a whole layer of, of additional shares. There was earnouts. There was a bunch of uh, B-share layers in there, markets and targets that we had to hit once we grew. We hit all of those. We grew all. Uh, you know, we did everything within our, within our operating agreement that says that they want us to do to incentivize us monetarily. Um, and th- and the, whole, the whole strategy was to grow the business, number one, to protect ourselves and our family from competition, Mm-hmm. Make ourselves stronger and more affordable, right? Right. Formidable, excuse me. And then the second thing was knowing that we're going to sell it again, and we're going to take another, we're going to take another bite of the apple, right? We're going to get another windfall of money, and then we can choose or not to reinvest that money again and go forward again. So when we created that plan, a, st- a strategic plan, the first time, we had goals and markers that we wanted to hit. Set out over a seven-year period, we hit them in three years. Wow. Yep. So I remember sitting, uh, we were in Plymouth, Minnesota uh, at a board meeting. Uh, I ran and got Jimmy Johns and laid it out for everybody on the table. And we had some non-member board members as well, really, really sharp guys that had built billion-dollar businesses because that's kind of how informal we were. And we had Jimmy Johns, and we were sitting there, and uh, the chairman at the time, Keith, said, you know what, I don't know that I can take us to the next level. Wow. My, my private equity firm, it, you know, just doesn't have, you know. And I think we were part of a $400 million fund at the time. Super guys, just great. Said, you know, you guys are destined for greater things, so we should consider a sale. Still wasn't vogue to be a roofer. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we ended up selling the company again, second time, uh, to a uh, family office, private equity firm out of uh, Kansas City.
1: Wow. So the w- the way I see this, and this is kind of the misconception within the the industry and, and the conversations that people are having, it's not about selling out. It's about leveling up. Mm-hmm. It's about making the business better through the use of more money, more more accountability, better people. And I love that you you said basically there's a ceiling that you hit with that private equity f- mm-hmm. fund, and you were mm-hmm. able to they once they and they realize it they probably know themselves better than most and they understand when is the right time to exit versus when is the right time to hang on to it mm-hmm. and they knew like hey this is our ceiling we hit it let's sell they were able to flip it again and you hit that ceiling with this kansas city firm too at some point correct. right yes but what was correct. that conversation like
0: well it was very similar i mean and and, and i saw it coming so we did the same because you thing. already knew it.
1: You saw it coming. because Yeah. The first thing point. we
0: did, we dug in in 2000. We sold it in 2019. We again it reinvested alongside our Kansas City partners, uh, and and laid out a strategic plan immediately. COVID, and that was the end of 19 and beginning of 20. COVID hit, and we laid out a plan to grow the business exponentially over a five to seven year period. Cause you never know what's going to hit. I mean, there could be a pandemic. I mean, yeah, you never know, you never know. Right, right. now,
1: now pandemic's part of our uh, right. bingo card, but right. it wasn't, I mean, you never know then. what,
0: what are the odds? Yeah, actually they're a hundred percent. So you lay out a plan and you go to work, right? You just get after it and you go to work. Uh, and we had, we had a plan. Uh, this time we wanted to prove out a regional theory okay, that I had. Um, and, and I was, uh, Uh, Grady was acting CEO and I was board chairman but I had a we knew that we had the best of all of it but we had to prove that we could do it outside our home viewing audience right it's pretty easy to run a business actually it's it's difficult to run a business but it's way easier to run a business 30 miles from home it's very very challenging to run a business 400 miles from home okay Um, and people that say it isn't are fooling you it's not easy right and so you need the right people in place you need the right policies you need the right procedures you need to be going after the right stuff and you need a ton of discipline and so anyway we had to prove out a theory with that group Uh, Vantage was the name of the private equity firm they were super supportive Um, you know they flew up here we flew down there we were strategizing on the phone all the time like we were just working through things we also wanted to get some acquisitions under our belt and so we bought I think four companies um, and then implemented our best practices into those companies uh, and, we, and we just grew the heck out of it. So same thing, five- to seven-year plan when we released the strategy and we hit it in under three years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I knew about a year into that that, that we were going to hit the goal quickly.
1: Yeah, and that was the ceiling for that. Yeah, and I just – and
0: I, well, and that was my self-imposed ceiling. I said, look, like the next level of this is national. And if you guys aren't ready to go national, it's totally fine. I mean, our value was here. Yeah, as a group, everyone's still going to make money. Now our value is here. Yeah, like, tell me we're not laughing, and everybody said, "Yeah, no, we're laughing." If if you think we can get this for the company, or, I said, "I know we can." Like, like that's, I mean, so we sold it a third time, mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, transaction started in twenty twenty two and ended in 2023, beginning of 2023, spring of 23. And we partnered with our third private equity firm, which is Morgan Stanley Capital Partners out of New York. Wow. Um, Didn't want to be their first go into services. So we weren't, they uh, have a billion dollar platform in HVAC and they've got a a multi-billion dollar platform in lawn care. So they know the service space really well. Um, You know, you can just substitute plumbing for roofing. I mean, it's it's really the strategy moving forward is the same. So we partnered with them and um, again laid out our strategy and our plan and uh that's where we are today see i think
1: i think that a lot of people think that these these are deals where like morgan stanley's going to come in and just tell you this is what what you have to do and try to lay out the strategy for you but mm-hmm. that's not the way this works you're laying out the strategy oh yeah and your team and you know yeah. you guys are the ones the 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 people that own this and our, our stakeholders are laying out the strategy and then presenting that to them and basically
0: you collaborate Yeah. I mean, it's a collaboration. Think of it this way. We're the operating partner. Yeah. Right. So we operate the business and they help us think about things the right way. They're also the financial partner that gives us the capital we need to execute our plan Mm -hmm. every month, every week, every day, every quarter. Right. Right. And then we're measured, all of us, both them and me, against that plan. Wow. So um, there's a lot of pressure. Um, and there's a lot of Good pressure. Uh, yeah, no, it is because you've done it before, so mm-hmm. your confidence level is way higher, right? You don't walk into the. Uh, I tell Kyle all the time. I said we're not afraid of the dark, at all, right? We've been there, so we just you know we join forces and you know join hands and we move forward. So the stuff you don't know, you figure out quickly, yeah. right? But um you're not doing it alone. You know, we got a big team. Uh, the, uh, one of the things that Morgan Stanley, uh, the name and just access has given us access to really, really good talent. Um, and, and, and not so much as far as roofers, right? It's, it's, the, it's the executive team in between there, right? It's the people mm-hmm. sitting behind me, right? We wouldn't yeah. have access to those people. Uh, now that we have access to those people, it's showing. I mean, we're growing exponentially. We've only been partners for eight months and we've you know, grown exponentially. So, uh, we have access to those people because of the name and and because of the discipline and because of the strategy that we're putting forth. And they're a part of that. They're equity holders as well. So we like to say we're all rowing the same way. Mm-hmm. And when everybody wakes up and you're rowing the same way, it's actually not that bad. Yeah. It's pretty easy.
1: Really. It's pretty awesome.
0: It's, it's a competitive advantage that, uh, that, you know, we didn't see coming. So again, we're learning more, right?
1: Yeah. And then you're bringing on all these other people that you're acquiring. And they're all getting seats at the table, and they're all working, Mm -hmm. and they're all being a part of the team. And I love that. You know, that's been that's been your your motto since day one, though. Mm -hmm. Bring everyone, put them at get get the best people at the Mm -hmm. table, and not just be a a a Pete show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. It's not about me, right? Right.
0: No one even knows who I am, (laughs) which is I love that. Right. (laughs) This is the first time you've done this, right? Correct. So, I mean, it's an exclusive. I mean, come on. <laughs> we know how to grow businesses, right? Specifically roofing business. We know how to acquire and integrate really good roofing businesses, but we're roofers, right? We wear right. boots, we drive pickup trucks, right? All the other intangible stuff and all the executive and all the financial stuff we've learned along the way, right? It's just what it is. Look, to get people to sell their business, which is really sometimes more important than their own family to some right. people, like they have to trust you. They have to know that what you're saying is is transparent and they have to believe in you and you have to and you have to lead like you just have to lead. And the easiest way to lead is not just blow smoke up someone and tell them that this is it. It's lead by example. Just get in there and get after it. Right. And if you do that, they'll follow you. And they may be leaders themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So getting people to sell their business to us and then reinvest the money that they've earned back in alongside of us In my opinion, it only works if you're equal. I mean, you may have less shares than me, but the shares are still the same. Right. So it makes it really easy to be transparent with people, right? Plus, they can take money off the table. They can set it aside to protect their family, right? Family is probably the single most important thing for all of us here at All Star, for sure. It's number one on our core values list, right? Mm -hmm. That's why I asked you about your family. I wanted to know about your family because it matters, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's been, a, it's been a good ride, right? Like, we're, we're, uh, we're not for everybody either, right? And that's okay, right? Um, we've got a specific set of, of people that we're looking for, um, other roofers in the country. We have a certain set of geographies that interest us more mm-hmm. than others. And, and, you know, we're just we're running around the country. We're having fun, and we're trying to find people that are like-minded like us, and we can share. Uh, Kyle and I sit on calls every day. We learn every day. Every day after every call, I have at least a half a page of notes of stuff I'm learning, and some of the stuff I already know, right? I know what they're struggling with, right? right? Because I've been there. Um, But we learn every day, right? And so you put that many minds and people together, uh, and everybody's rowing the same way. I mean, there's a little bit of deviate off course, but not much. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty cool.
1: It's pretty incredible. Yeah, and it's uh, it's definitely miles ahead. Of what you know we're seeing in the space right now, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the the private equity and the reasoning behind it, um, like I said, I think a lot of people are, m- have the misconception that it's just you're selling out, like you're giving away your business or you're selling your business, and that means that you're retiring earlier, you're doing something crazy, and no one wants to do that, or no one wants to actually say I sold out. But when you really look at it, you're not selling out though. You're leveling up what you're able to do, and you're mm-hmm. you're really I feel like when you look at it from the right from, from what it truly is, it's, it's, it's giving you the opportunity to reach your full potential.
0: Yeah, no, that it, I I mean, and, and it's not for everyone, It's not, but I've been in it a long time and I'd be surprised if it's not for most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just to be honest. Um, if you're a control freak and you don't want anybody to tell you what to do and you want to make all your own decisions and, and it's your way or the highway, we're probably not a partner for you. Mm-hmm. Right. But I would argue there's people that work in your organization then that are probably sick of working there. Yeah. Right. So the one yeah. thing that private equity will do for uh, a company when we uh, acquire them and then they come back in and invest alongside us and we partner with that company is if there's people within that organization that want upward mobility, they're going to get it. Yeah, that's because the thing. we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. We're growth investors. So as we look at it, we want to invest alongside of you in your geography, and we want to invest in you and your people. Whether we own 92% of your business or 66% of your business, we don't really care, right? Our goal is to reinvest alongside of you, give your people upward mobility, right? If If they had X amount in salary and X amount responsibility today, we want it to be X plus five three years from now for the people that want it. Some people don't want it. Some people want to leave at 430 and go play softball. You know what? We need those people too. Yeah. Right. But for the people that want upward mobility, you have to grow. Right. Because you got Otherwise get, they're trapped. Otherwise they're trapped or they're going to leave. Or you've got an owner that doesn't want them to make those decisions and doesn't want that responsibility. So well, it's
1: intimidating to the owner too, because he doesn't. He hasn't been able to reach his full potential.
0: Right. And he may not know how to do it, mm-hmm. which is okay. It's just part of it's it. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can't, you know, you can't go to YouTube for everything. Right.
1: No, it's, it's a hundred percent true. And and I look at, I look at life and lessons. I, I was told this a long time ago. One of my mentors told me, you know, you're, you're either going to go to school and learn some things or you're going to learn it in the streets or you're going to have to buy the knowledge. But one way or another, no matter how you cut it, you're paying for your education every step of the way. Correct. And you this are. is this is one way that you pay for yep. it. Yep. And um but I feel like when you when you put um when you put that much money and that much accountability behind it, it fuels the fire. Yep. And it, it makes it to where you can learn so much faster and so yep. much quicker and get to where you want to go in life and you know, life is limited. So right. You gotta look at it from that point of view. I mean we can all argue that life is, you know, whatever, but if I can get like I'm reading a book right now about the twelve week year. You know, I'm trying to condense what I do in a year into 12 weeks period. So I can do four years worth of things in one year. Mm -hmm. Same kind of concept where Mm -hmm. you guys are trying to accomplish so much more in less time. How do you do that? You have to figure out a way to hack it and make it faster and money helps. Yeah.
0: And you can't, you know, and there's no time for missteps. Right. And you're still going to have missteps. 100%. So really what it boils down to is identifying those quickly and pivoting quickly. Right. Right. Um, We all have people that we, you know, we all have people in our organizations that we should have fired three years ago. Right. They were just, and, and, you know, maybe they wanted to be fired three years ago. And we all have (laughs) decisions that we just keep nagging on because to to weave in and and dig into that and, and to figure all of that out, which is antagonistic there's I'll, let's go to our happy place over here. let's not deal with that over here because we know that well you know that we don't have any of that anymore. I love it, right I mean it's just it's discipline, right? And so you know we want to provide a really good place for people that want to succeed and enjoy and be appreciated, right? but you're going to work for it. Yeah, you know there is no free ride, there's no free lunch, right? I mean I'm not asking anybody to do anything for me that I wouldn't do. And most of the time, I'll just do it, right. So give me a list of things that you want me to accomplish, and I'll go get them done to the best of my ability. No, and that's and that's really our marching orders, and that goes for just about all of us on the executive team, right? There's no missteps, right? And if there are, which there are, we just pivot quickly. That's all. It's no big deal. It happens. Done. Move on. Let's but when go. you
1: have people at that caliber and that level that you on your team, it's easy to identify those missteps quickly and into and to correct them quickly, and that's the biggest challenge I think that a lot of small business owners have is they don't have that level of, of, a, of a team holding them accountable or being able to identify what's really going on. And that's so right. you see it too late and it's already cost you so much at that point. Yep. So oh, that's right. I love this. I love this conversation because it's such a, it's so refreshing to hear that within the roofing industry, there's a group of people that are trying to, that are really understanding what private equity is capable of doing and taking things to the next level mm-hmm. and just quickly Growing the way that you guys have grown, and so under the radar, like just completely out of nowhere, you guys came out, showed up, and are just killing it. And it was like that wasn't by accident. That was tip of the iceberg. You guys have been building this for years, and have been making the right decisions for years, mm-hmm. and uh, aligning yourselves with the right people to get mm-hmm. you to this level. And uh, to me, this is um, this is a game changer for the industry, and for those that are looking to grow, this is the opportunity of a lifetime that they probably didn't even know existed
0: yeah no i mean and it's good and we're changing lives even the par- people that we're partnering with right yeah i mean some of these guys started their roofing companies less than six seven years ago mm-hmm. right and and now they're becoming our partner and and you know and and they're growing expeditiously and they're um you know they're learning things that they never thought they would and they're taking chips off the table so they're providing for their families i mean if they you would have told them six years ago this was the outcome yeah no they would have said no way or no they would have or they would have said oh sign me up. Right. So most of the, just about every partner that, that we've brought on in the last eight months, every one of them, phenomenal business owners, phenomenal people, phenomenal family people, just really, really good, strong companies. Uh, and, 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 you know, once they partner with us and, and we learn from each other, you know, only good things are going to happen.
1: No, and I love it. And I love the story. I love how you guys surrounded yourselves with with high net worth clients <laughs> that just were able to provide you with the, with, you know, mentorship and not, not just clients but mentors and everything else that you guys did in order to get to this level yep. at, at such an early stage. Yep. And, um, you know, looking at where we are right now, like the opportunity, the window's still there.
0: Oh like yeah. A roof. Yeah. It's can, just starting. It's just starting. I mean, if you think about it as a baseball analogy, which Kyle and I talk about often, um, you know Kyle's we're somewhere a, we're somewhere in the late in the first inning.
1: Yeah, and Kyle's a Cardinals fan, so yeah, you right, know it's right, always just exactly, dark for them. Right.
0: But, no, but he's a he's a sharp kid, right? And <laughs> so he sees he sees things. It's actually, and he's not from the roofing space. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what we wanted, exactly. right? I don't need somebody that that knows exactly what I know. I need mm-hmm. somebody that knows something different than me. Right, so yeah, somewhere in the late first inning, beginning of the second inning, as things, it's got a long way to play out. You know, we've been in we've been in uh, preseason for the last eight years, right? And now the first inning started a year ago, and so yeah, there's a lot of runway left. Um, You know, you don't give up all your control. Uh, You know, we partnered with a a group out of Kentucky, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go down to Kentucky and start running leads in Kentucky. Right. I'm not going to go. he has got I, a lot I, of nice roofs. I know that, but I'm not. I gonna I, and you know what? I'm not going to go collect a check for 16,000 bucks for Mrs. Johnson's roof in Kentucky either. Right. Like, Like, I need partners at the geographies that we wanna partner in to run the day-to-day, right? And then collaborate with the home team on best practice, marketing strategy, how do we go to, biz, you know, how, how do we buy down better? How do we, How do you know, what's the systems and processes that we're building currently right now that make us more efficient, right? That raises the gross profit, raises the net profit, and is, and, and in return, grabs market share from the competition. So really that's what I focus a lot of my time on because I'm so competitive. Like in every geography we're in, we will be the leader and we will insulate ourselves from every other roofer in that market. Like you'll get your share, but you won't get ours. (laughs) Right. And so we focus a lot of time on that because really that insulates our partners. It insulates their families and it creates upward mobility for all of us. So
1: no. And I I love it. You guys are laser focused. You guys know what you guys are trying to accomplish and, It's a great opportunity, and I think that people need to realize, like, this exists in our space right now. The opportunity for a a contractor that's been building a business now to be able to be a part of a team like this and really expand not just their business but their personal life, who they are as, you know, to the next level and take them to the potential that they're able to achieve, this opportunity exists right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm encouraging you guys that are watching or listening to this just – Look into these opportunities and understand. Like this is the reality. Like this is real right now. You can be a part of this. You can join it. You can. Uh, you can potentially change the way that your business is going. And I, I'm going to just tell you. Like there's an opportunity. If you click on the show description, there's a link. You can fill out the simple. The simple questionnaire there that will basically let you connect directly to to All Star, to Kyle, and, and to Pete and the team here. Adam and, and let you guys talk about what the potential looks like and see if this is a good fit at least have a conversation because conversations like this first off they didn't exist six or seven years ago no. <laughs> now they exist I mean even three years ago they were few and far between and a lot of it was kind of skeptical and people were weren't sure what to think of it now it's legitimate it's legitimate it's at this level it's maturing to the level to where if you don't get on today you're going to regret it in four,
0: in two or three years well and you're going to have to compete against them right so it's no different than anything else like i said which is why we focus a lot of time on competition and being competitive because there's several platforms out there right we certainly are biased as as in our platform we're more seasoned we've been doing it longer we know what to expect and we're and we've taken a lot of the guesswork out of being an operating partner right right not a we're not a first timer and our current partner morgan stanley is definitely not a first timer. right? So you put those two together, it's it's a winning combination, but you're right. You're going to be competing against a platform near you coming to a city near you.
1: This is it. All stars coming. You better watch out.
0: So no,
1: this is a great chance. And I want to, I want to encourage you guys sign, sign up, click the form, fill out your information. Let me get you in touch with some with, with the guys here at at, uh, Morgan Stanley and, and at least have those conversations to see if it's something that fits what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to accomplish. And then You know being a part of a team like this would be incredible for most people i mean this is what most of us especially entrepreneurs we love business we want to do cool things and to be able to reach our full potential in life i mean i don't know what else is better
0: well i I mean here's another baseball analogy that i look at and 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 i don't often use it because it sounds conceited but let's assume that you own a roofing company in indianapolis not that you ever would but let's say you (laughs) would um And you come along and you join our partnership, right? You're an owner. You're an equity holder. You've got a voice, but you're already starting somewhere between second and third base. Right. 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 You don't have to start at home plate, right? You're starting somewhere between second and third, and you got the number four hitter coming up. I love it. Pretty good chance you're going to make it home. Yeah. Right? So. We've carved that path. We're proud that we've done. We've been in the trenches for nine years almost. Right. Like Mm -hmm. grinding this out so we know what to expect. I know what your fears are. I know what your strengths are. I know what you don't want me messing with and I know what you need help with. Right. And so we try to highlight those and we try to focus on those areas. And if it's a better marketing plan, we got one of the best marketing guys in the country. Right. We want to, you know, if you've got a sales commission issue and you don't know how to pay your sales guys because one guy's demanding. Right. Everybody's got a sales problem. Right. Those guys are the, oh, yeah. are the, the whiniest bunch in every group. <laughs> so like you want to know how to universally attack that. Right. Rather than just say it's tomorrow's problem. I don't want to deal with it. So we've already we've already had those problems. We've already solved all that. Right. And if we haven't solved it, we've hired it and we brought the best people in in the country that can help us think about things the right way.
1: No, and I love that, and I think that there's so much to uh, to learn here, and so I'm going to encourage everyone to reach out, get to get to know you guys. Thank you so much, Pete, for letting me hang out and, and pick your brain for a few minutes. It's been enlightening to see the the industry from your angle and, and from your perspective, and watch what you guys have built. Congratulations, and you know.
0: Yeah, no, thanks for that, and thanks to you for helping us get our story out there. Right, you're uh, a lot of people respect you and 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 uh, look to you for right credibility in the industry so we we thank you for you getting it out there
1: well it's because of guys like you so and in the stories that contractors have we have we love contractors and what you know I'm, i come from a contracting background and it's in my blood and this is one of the coolest parts of this industry is watching it meeting everybody yeah well meeting yeah. everyone and then watching it just evolve mm-hmm. and grow and, mm-hmm. and mature the way it, mm-hmm. that it has has been incredible and uh, I don't think there's ever, ever been a better time to be in contracting than right now.
0: Yeah, no, we're in the we're in the we're in the limelight. Yeah, it's cool to be a rougher.
1: It's really cool to be yeah. a, be a tradesman right now. So, thank you, Pete, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing you at IRE. And if you guys come out to IRE, make sure to stop by the booth and and meet the guys here. And I think you guys will be hanging out with us quite a bit. And yeah, so, that's great. if there's anything we could ever do, we're here for you guys. Okay, so, thanks. Thank Appreciate you so much. It. Appreciate it. Have you ever wondered how to save time when it comes to managing your team? Well. Connect Team has got you covered with some amazing features that will make your life easier. With Connect Team, you can easily notify your employees about their shift changes. This means no more worries about whether or not your employees have been informed about important updates. You can even track if tasks have been completed, so you don't have to waste time checking in on each employee individually. This feature saves you time and helps keep your team accountable. Connect Team also allows you to check if employees are clocked in at the correct location, which is especially important if you have different job sites to keep track of. This ensures that everyone is working when they are supposed to and where they are supposed to. And finally, with Connect Team, you can check who has seen the general announcements. This is a great way to make sure everyone is up to date with important information. The best part is Connect Team is completely free as long as you have 10 employees or less. Try it out and let us know what you think.